0: Welcome to Astro We are back after a bit of a hiatus. I had intended to record this episode in, I was about to say November. I really should say November 2022 in case you're listening to this a few years in the future. (sighs) My computer broke. It's a tidbit that has to be immortalized in time, I guess. (laughs) But the only reason I'm noting that time is that Christmas season is upon us. I know we did a lot of the Rankin Bass Christmas specials last year and a couple other things. We will do a few Christmas episodes this year, uh, a little bit of an abbreviated one, pretty part for the course for this podcast for this year, but uh, there will be some Christmas fun. And with that, uh, we have just one final programming note. If you enjoy Illusions, please, 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 please leave us a review or rating on Apple, wherever you can leave a rating on podcasts. If you listen to one and it doesn't let you leave a rating, like on, I'm just going to say Stitcher as an example. Take your phone, iPhone, friend's iPhone, grandmother's iPhone, or anything. Leave ratings on Apple. I get attacked by trolls all the time for my antics on Facebook. And uh, we have to try. and <laughs> We have to try. I have to try to push back. Okay, no, we're going to start on the episode now. <laughs> and uh, it's it's another, I guess you could call this a dating episode and 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 that's kind of largely the theme of it. but I, I think that some of the things I'll talk about, they're definitely shaped by my perspectives in the dating realm and also as a trans person. But I think that some of the themes I'm gonna talk about will apply to anybody, regardless of your gender identity, your relationship status, basically anybody who has uh, interpersonal relationships, which guess what is probably most of us, okay. I think it's probably helpful for me to just quickly establish what the the basic parameters of what I mean by ghosting. Because ghosting is obviously a term that can mean a lot of things to a lot of different people. But from my perspective, ghosting is when you basically cut off contact with uh, friends, relationship people, or I guess... I mean, you could do it with a family member. It's maybe not the nicest thing to do. But uh, you cut off contact with those people... And not everybody would agree with this definition necessarily, but in my view, ghosting is—kind of also involves the idea that you at some point have expressed a a desire to keep things going, and a key element of ghosting is that the recipient, whether reasonable or not, had a idea that you were going to continue to want to see them, like— they asked, you know, do you want to go on a date? And you said yes, and maybe you mean it. I would draw a big distinction from that and you saying yes just because they were being pushy and you were, said yes awkwardly because you were put on the spot. You had no intention. That's a little bit different than ghosting, but let's face it. We've all had—at least I've had a lot of—a couple good dates that, that were really fun and they asked, you know, you free next week, you want to hang out again, I'd love to do another date. And you're excited, and you got a kiss, and in a lot of other instances you had sex, and <laughs> hey, guess what? Two weeks later, you're like, shit, I'm never going to hear from this person again. I had a one-night stand, and I got offered a, a <laughs> another date and everything. I Actually, it was a phenomenon I was talking about in the summer when I was home at my uh, parents' beach club, and I was I was saying that I had been kissed on my way out after hooking up with somebody for the first time. This was... this always first date hookups whether I spent the night or not 100% of the time when I left I got a kiss and probably 95% of the time there was the other person talking about how they couldn't wait to see me again and that was them that wasn't me because I'm big on escalation I don't like to escalate relationships because cues can be kind of hard for me to read sometimes or maybe they are maybe they're not uh, I, I do prefer it that way to I like to be asked out it it, it it removes a lot of variables, but... I mean, that's kind of beside the point. Um, People said, you know, I want to see you again. They kiss. You get a goodbye kiss. You get a goodbye kiss. And then you never hear from them again. Or you hear from them again. You do the thing where you text a couple days here and there. Maybe you text a reference to something that had happened the first date. And, uh, then, you know, time marches on. And, uh... You, you know, <laughs> you think, like, yeah, they, they wanted me to go on another date. Or you try to set it up, and they're busy, and guess what? The day comes where you just don't text them anymore, or you text them and you don't hear back. And you're like, wait, what went wrong? And then you realize you've been ghosted. S- sounds horrible, doesn't it? <laughs> I mean, I'm not, I'm not really selling... I should say... I am a proud practitioner of ghosting. I love ghosting. I think ghosting is great. Now, do I really love it in the sense of it feels great to be ghosted? Honestly, it feels better than being rejected. I prefer them to not say anything at all than to give me some kind of reason. They're just not feeling it. They changed. They met someone else. I don't know. And guess what? I don't care. (laughs) If I sound callous, hey, it's a cruel world out there, and we've all got to try and live in it. And uh, that's got to be—this is probably a point where where I would emphasize that as a trans person, I know that there are people who go out with me because they think I'm hot or they think I'm funny, which are both true, and when they start to get a little bit of feelings or they start to realize, hey— you might have to introduce this person to your friends, your family. They look at reality. And they decide that that adorable transsexual named Ian Thomas Malone who makes Thomas the Tank Engine memes and talks about her vagina on the internet all the time. Hey, that person doesn't fit into their h- happily ever after. Some people have actually said that to me in the past. And that is the shittiest thing. I, I actually, there's probably shittier feelings, but uh, it, it fucking sucks. It fucking sucks to be rejected. To say, hey, I, I, I say this a lot. I, I joke that I would be married to a billionaire by now if I had a working uterus. If I was a cis woman, uh, that's obviously true. I don't think it's in dispute. I'm, I'm, I'm. <laughs> sound arrogant? I said talk about. My dating prowess or all of that. No, being trans is a major, major, major hindrance on dating. And I have incredibly high standards. So, and I I do date a lot of cis people, which a lot of trans people don't. And I date a lot of trans people too. If there's any trans men listening who have great jobs and want to have babies, uh, guess what? I'd make a great mother. (laughs) And you know what? Actually, you can say, gee, Ian sounds arrogant. No No wonder she's having problems and is getting ghosted hey, guess what? If they're ghosting me because I'm arrogant, that's okay. I'm not going to hold it against them, but I'd prefer if I was ghosted. (laughs) Actually, if somebody said, Ian, it has happened once where somebody said, I just can't handle you. I laughed. I gave them a hug, and I I looked them in the eye, and I said, it's okay. Uh, Because it is okay. Because I am who I am, and I know I'm a catch, and uh, I forgive them. And I, I, I forgive all of the ghosters, even the transphobic people, because uh you know as much as that sucks you have to understand that that you can't you can't force somebody else to carry a burden that they that is that they are not strong enough to carry or that they just don't have the will to carry love does not conquer all i just saw Hades town and i've been thinking a lot about that you know life is not a fairy tale we have all of these things out in the real world that suck and they come and they clash at us and they get rid of all of our fun, all of our fun that we like to do and fool around and play and sit, on a hot, sit in hot tubs and smoke weed and chill with our friends all day. Guess what? Real world doesn't love all of that stuff. And we have to try and enjoy life uh, kind of in the margins and, and, and try to make something of ourselves in between all of that. And there are just a lot of people out there. They probably don't listen to estradiol but they're not up for that task. So what do they do? they ghost. But sometimes you get the ones who think that that's the cowardly way, and they want to try and let you down and and just, you know, do the, it's not me, it's you. No. (laughs) That's what they really are doing, though. They say, it's not you, it's me. Which is kind of a distant cousin to, we want different things in life, which... I used to not understand in my 20s, but now in 30s, it's all I care about. And it's actually probably the reason that I personally reject most people. Uh, if I go on a couple dates with them and I don't think that they're marriage material, I ain't waiting around to see if that'll change in the near distant future. Nope, you gotta cut and run, and that's okay. I think if there's one bit of advice I could give the entire world from this episode and on this topic specifically, and it's something, it's something, it's an element, I don't like when encouraging people to beat themselves up over everything, but, because it's kind of productive, but I think one thing that is very important, one thing I try to do is when something happens, I always do try to see what the other person's perspective or where they're coming from, and a lot of people are assholes, so a lot of time that's kind of a fruitless endeavor, but intersectionality is a great thing, I mean, it's important, even if it's, even if, it doesn't change any of the outcomes, you know, when some somebody rejects you or something. Just take a second, and try to see things from their perspective because here's the reality. This is the best advice that I think I could give anybody on this topic. And this is this is so many people who get ghosted just just eat themselves up wondering, "What did I do wrong? What did I do wrong?" And here's the thing, people. It is a dangerous practice to assume that everybody in your life cares about you as much as you care about them. And this is individual. This isn't a collective. This isn't, oh, I care too much. But example, I think a lot of us can relate to the idea that maybe we've had a best friend in life who, from their perspective, were probably not their all absolute best friend. They have maybe another best friend. And it's okay to have multiple best friends, but you don't give love to get love. And I think that's where a lot of people make mistakes and it's where I, like relationships I like to go for uh, I like to go for people who are extremely hot who are successful and who most importantly and I, I define success really in the way that they conduct themselves as in they treat you like you're a queen they're engaging they don't just say hi how are you what are you looking for? How's your experience on this app No they're they're, they're treating you like they value you. And there's a good chance, you know, that person's a keeper, but there's also probably a good chance they're treating somebody else pretty well, too, and maybe they made your heart swoon, and maybe you're like, oh my god, this guy's so hot, but hey, maybe he's doing that with other people, and, like, that's kind of a nice thing, because then, you know, that person is, is bringing a lot of light into the world that's filled with a lot of mundaneness and monotony, but another person could think of that and then really just be hurt, like, oh, uh, this person, I, I, I like them so much, and maybe they're going to pick somebody else. Uh, maybe they just don't feel the same way. I think we all can, can relate to that. And, and maybe that's horrible, but that's not necessarily in a lot of cases, an instance where you did something wrong. Just somebody didn't necessarily... The way they felt about you does not perfectly line up with the way that you feel about them. And with friendships and... and office friendships. I don't know why I had to distinguish that. There's a lot of instances where that's perfectly okay. And not not just perfectly okay, but kind of irrelevant. It's not something you would necessarily think about if it wasn't just kind of proposed to you as a thought experiment to go through your lives and think about people who might be able to fit this bill. The world does not care about you as much as you think. And I say that I'm rambling on my own podcast. <laughs> I don't think that I don't think that I I really it, This is something that you learn when you amass, like, tens of thousands of social media followers. If I drop dead tomorrow, how many of, of, uh, roughly on a good week, about 600,000 people read my Facebook posts and about 40,000 of them follow me? How many of those people who see me all the time, I get my screenshots and I appear in people's groups and my friends say, like, Oh, my Facebook group, I saw your screenshot. It's so cool. You're so funny. You're so loved. If I drop dead tomorrow, how many of those people would care? I don't know, a handful? I think 100 would be a big number of that. That's like point zero 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 one. And I made a lot of people laugh. Like, would I be sad if I'm forgotten tomorrow? No, we're all going to be forgotten. <laughs> and that's kind of a healthy way. I'm not the main character in every everybody else's lives, and neither are you. And when we ghost, it's not... Saying, oh, you're a terrible person, I couldn't possibly want to be with you. Because, I mean, that's not really ghosting. That's kind of like running to the hills and maybe they took the hint, maybe not. And for a brief second, I I just want to acknowledge that some people will say, like like somebody you didn't agree to another date just constantly texting you and you, you don't respond. That could be construed as ghosting. Uh, I don't know how anyone could have a problem with that, though. If guy was a creep, you don't want to see him again, he can't take a hint. What the fuck are you else? What are you? Do, do you owe a debt to society to say, "Hey, dude, stop texting me"? Because here's the thing. Here's something I'll tell you, and this is something you learn when you transition, and and uh, women and non-binary people can experience ha- have experienced this. Uh, tell as old as time, song as old as rhyme, uh, long before the apps or anything. Uh, from a girl's perspective, it is so fucking cringy at times to actually engage in the process of letting a guy down, especially, especially on the apps, because they'll just, they'll, they'll try to, they'll try to push back, or they'll say, you didn't give me a chance, and oftentimes, that's, like, true, like, let's just say somebody messages you, and they send you three messages, and they're pretty boring, and you don't want to talk to them anymore, like, you didn't, you didn't explore all possible Uh, Ways that you and this person could actually have a very nice life years in the future that it could just change your life but you can't get there because the first three messages were so boring and If you try to reject somebody who's only sent you three messages, they'll tell you hey No, no, you didn't give me a chance. I just these were just messages. I sent I just asked you how you were Please answer me even though you've got 40 other people who asked you the same fucking thing that day Please pick me. I could be great. You, you just have to see. You have to. No, that's an investment of time that you don't want to give. It sucks. And is it fair? I don't know what fair means in that context. And that's kind of also why ghosting is great. You don't really know what they want when you reject somebody. You're, you're kind of just saying this is good for me, and that's okay. We should not view all interpersonal relationships as obligatory. You don't have to give somebody else something if you don't want to. You don't have to give somebody closure. And often, if you think that you do need to give them closure and you try to deliver that, they will spit it back in your face because they don't want that. And you couldn't know, but if you can't know what they want, I, I think it's risky. This is kind of why ghosting works. Because at the end of the day, you don't exactly know how a stranger what their wants and needs are in relation to how you're supposed to let them down if you don't want to be with them. So what else can you do? I I, I don't know. I think the neutral action is to just not say anything at all. A lot of people do not want to be let down easy. Some people do. Some people don't. You don't have a crystal ball. You can't know that. So ghosting, I mean, I don't want to to say ghosting is the neutral action. It kind of takes agency away from the fact that that is an action itself choose not to want to see somebody again or something, but here's one thing I've learned in my year back, I've only, God, what a long year it's been, <laughs> I've learned this a lot, especially when I re-entered the dating pool, that uh, you can fret about, you know, when you when you know you don't want to see somebody again, and you, you, you can get some anxiety about them wanting to text you about something, and you, you don't exactly know what to say, a lot of people can, can really get wrapped up in that, Here's a lot of the truth. A lot of those situations tend to solve themselves because the other person just doesn't text you either, and that's something within my own interpersonal relationships, whether it's friends or uh, romantic people. I, I it's it's very important to me that there's equity in uh, arranging hangouts. Like I can't be the person who always asks somebody out or asks them to hang out, uh, and and. It, Sometimes I, I really have to worry about the reverse because I, I get really anxious about asking people to hang out because I'm always – especially people who are in relationships or, or busy because I, I, I always – and this can be a paralyzing fear and it, it can be uh, irrational and I'm sure a lot of us can relate to it. It can be anxious because I, I really at the end of the day don't I, – I get great anxiety over the idea that somebody – might not want to hang out with me, and maybe they're just doing it because they're humoring me, or they don't want me to feel bad, let's just say they have something else that they would, they could be doing, or they're busy, I I don't know, I, I lay that out, you can say, gee, that's, that's not terribly rational, Ian, I accept that, and it it is something I work on, and something I work on with uh, good friends of mine, and it's, it's, all of this stuff is, is a process that we have to engage with each, each, not each and every day, but often, and it's important to kind of check in and figure out what your needs are, and as you get to know people, you learn more about their needs, but I don't know, I mean, ghosting, it's funny, go <clears throat> the amount of times that I've had a good first date that didn't get a second, I don't fundamentally look at the end of that as too terribly differently than uh, guys or uh, w- women that I've dated for a couple weeks, or Excess of four or five dates, I guess, enough to build a rapport. I don't view like a bunch, a couple of those have ended in ghosting, and I'm happy about that. And that's also maybe from my own perspective. You know, some people can really like closure. I am. I don't want. I was just literally just about to say I'm not a big believer in closure. I don't necessarily know how true that is. I had a relationship that ended extremely abruptly, and it was kind of a U-Haul thing, and it was extremely passionate, and it ended abruptly, and that I'd be lying if I said it didn't haunt. I, I, haunted is such a loaded word. I, I carried I, I carried some angst about it, which which is as as I vocalized it, just the same thing as haunting. Uh, if, it it bothered me. And I got a chance later to have closure, and that itself was kind of messy. Uh, I am actually glad that I got the closure, but it is all, and, and this is kind of where the messiness, if I could do it all over again, and, and if I did it all over again in, in, a, in another relationship, that, guess what, don't, I mean, you you hauls is like a grenade in the room. It's going to blow up, and... You gotta find like a couch to try to take some of the shrapnel, and I mean, it's gonna be unpleasant. Um, if it, if it crashes and burns, but, I mean, U-Haul is fucking fun, people. <laughs> but if <laughs> if I if I had to do that again, uh, when it fizzled out, I wouldn't carry that shit with me for a while. I would recognize, hey, let it, let it, let it fucking go. And when you're the recipient of ghosting, that's great advice. Because you can just beat yourself up. Why was I ghosted? Why don't they want me here? Let's deal with some reality, like simple scenarios. We're in the middle of the holidays. We're Thanksgiving, Christmas coming up. People get busy all the time. Let's say, let's say you went on a great date two weeks ago. You wanted to meet again. Thanksgiving happened. Maybe you made plans. Oh shit! Something came up. Oh shit! Doctor's appointment. Oh shit! Uh, emergency. My pet shit all over the place. I got to take it to the vet. Got to cancel the date. Well, what about the next one? Oh shit, Christmas is coming. I mean, life 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 hits us. Life hits us especially this time of the year. And then the spark just dies, people. And you were gonna have another date, but now you're just not feeling it. Now it's awkward. Now shit, maybe you both wanted to, but you both feel it's so awkward that you don't you don't know what to do. So <laughs> nothing happens at all, and it could eat you up. And you could beat yourself up. But guess what? I just told this long-winded, rapid-fire rambling story. Guess what? Guess what was missing from that equation? Nobody did anything wrong. Nobody did anything wrong. It just didn't. And I hate the phrase, it wasn't meant to be, because I think that's irrational. Little decisions carry, you know, they gather moss as they roll down the hill. And that's not always your fault. I guess it's dumb to say it wasn't meant to be because if it was X, Y, and Z and if it was a different uh, time period then that shit wouldn't have happened if the pet didn't get sick in this case and wasn't sh- shitting off <laughs> I don't know why that example needed to be brought back. Uh, if shit didn't hit the bed, guess what? It might have been meant to be. And I, I, I don't know. I, I just don't believe in fate enough. Uh, and it, that whole scenario sounds like agency has been stripped out of the equation. But love, love, love needs a spark. And you can't necessarily create that. A lot of it's outside of our control. A lot of it's outside our manipulation, maybe. Not necessarily our control. But that's okay. I mean, you have to you have to be able to get on with life and, and not beat yourself up over why somebody doesn't want to text you anymore. Because the reality is, oftentimes, they're just not thinking of you at all. They're fucking somebody else. And I, I've been at the receiving end of that. And I, I definitely have given that, and I don't say that with pride, and I don't say that in smiling. But uh, this is the way the world works. It's okay. It's okay. I mean, you have to, you have to be able to walk through life with uh, a reasonable burden, and we all, we all burden ourselves. Think we're failure. I don't. Maybe we don't all think we're failures. A lot of us do. I. I so I sometimes think I'm a failure. We all do that. It's okay. Yeah, you, you, you have to keep going. Whether you, It could be true. <laughs> you still have to keep going. That doesn't really change anything about it. I, I am, unfortunately... I say this with a bizarre sense of pride because it's nothing to be proud of, and yet I am kind of a little bit. I am one of those people who overanalyzes their every action constantly because... I, I can struggle in 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 social settings a lot, and it's not that I like put my foot in my mouth. Uh, sometimes I sh- should keep my mouth closed longer. I guess more what I mean by that is is I accept that I am such a fucking weirdo, and that I am not going to be a good fit for so many people who maybe think I'm cute, maybe think I'm charming. They just want to have a quick fuck. Maybe they could say they they maybe they just want the novelty of fucking. Uh, tre- I have been I have been a token trend for a lot of people, and I've been I don't know they want to fuck a comedian they want weirdest shit get the ex- I don't fucking know what they want, um but they don't want it again and uh you could say well maybe you didn't do a good job guess what I can count people's orgasms I know I did a good job, um honestly yeah I mean that's that that's something you could eat yourself up about. Uh, as you've eaten somebody out. I mean, you give, s- this is something that's, hell. I've been ghosted, I've been ghosted by people who have told me that nobody's ever deep-throated them like I have, uh, you know, fit a, a gigantic, uh, not to get too pornographic, um, you know, really down, like, take the whole fucking thing, the whole enchilada, all seven and a half, uh, not easy, not everybody can do that but I can do it, and if they still ghosted me, guess what? Not on me, motherfucker. Wasn't me. Wasn't me because you can't, you know, uh, it took me a couple days to get all of their cum out of my vagina. Um, not... (laughs) I'm sorry for that. (laughs) But, I mean, honestly... How many times can you make a guy come, you have a perfect day, no fight, anything, they leave, guess what, fuck them, it wasn't you. It wasn't you. Take that burden off your shoulders and it wasn't your fault. And you know what, maybe it was your fault and you were a weirdo and they just got feelings and didn't want to be with a transsexual. And guess what, maybe they just didn't fucking care. But, what do all of those things have in common? They're not on you. They're not on you. And you could spend a lifetime saying, hey. What did I do wrong? What did I do wrong? Nothing. And you know what? Guess what? Other times, you did do something wrong. You can't beat yourself up up about that either. You do try to do better the next time. You know, the Peter Parker, Spider-Man No Way Home, trying to do better when he sees Doc Ock. That was really fun. That's kind of a theme of uh, the second Spider-Man 2, the Sam Raimi one. We don't want to get too sidetracked on popular culture references. I I, I think also, and and this is maybe, this is very personal, I mean, very uh, applicable to me. Maybe not applicable to you, but maybe something to think about. There are a lot of situations where you feel like you've been ghosted and just life got in front of somebody else. And maybe life got in front of you too, and you just lost touch... What good would closure kind of feel in these kinds of instances? Because something that I learned, I mean, I am perpetually surprised by people. And in a, I mean, sometimes in a bad way, but mostly in a good way. There were people in my life that I thought would never speak to me again when I came out and when I transitioned. And that's a horrible feeling. And, and when you're in the early days of transition, it's a lonely feeling and it's a horrible feeling. And some of those people surprised me. And what I later learned... It wasn't like we lost touch because I was trans. And maybe it was, maybe it wasn't. But they come back to your life. And you could have felt before that you were ghosted, but but that maybe that's not the way that they felt about it. Maybe they were just busy. And maybe maybe it was something that had uh, to do with your, your transition, and their, their discomfort, and things that they wanted to ask you and couldn't, and I'm, I'm not really, I don't want to, like, defend all of that, but life is messy, and, and there is some times where, uh, clarity and closure are also kind of dual, serving dual purposes here, there are some times where clarity, or the, the act, t- clarity won't get you what you wanted, or you were wrong, or just the act itself is weird, and it doesn't make you feel good. But what does feel good is when they're back in your life. And I, I hate, I hate the idea that that you ghost romantic flings because you're trying to like keep them in reserve. But sparks can come and go, and if you close the door on somebody, the spark definitely can't come back. But there have been people that I, I, I fucked a couple times in a very short period. We didn't see each other for a while, and then I saw them like three months later, and they still made me smile. Uh, we went again, uh, guess what, we, it, it wasn't meant to be in a happily ever after setting, but I enjoyed being with them. And if I wanted to, if I wanted to, you know, collect all the grievances that, that I felt that I was neglected and that I was wronged, uh... I could do that. I could write up a nice case. I could do that for a lot of shit. I'm a smart person, and uh, if you're listening, if you're listening half hour in, I mean, I I would kind of hope you had better things to do with your time. But you're you're obviously very smart as well. <laughs> um, I don't know, and, and that I don't want to be wishy washy because I mean, there's so. M- Look, if something happened that sucked, if they said something wrong, that's obviously not like a ghosting situation. You can choose to forgive somebody. Like, that that's that's relative. I'm talking about cases where there really is nothing at all that is obvious in ter- other than just bad communication. L- Life is not a three-act narrative. We get we 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 like to think of things as rom-coms or as novels or as stuff. Life is very very messy. People come and go all the time. And it feels sad when somebody who meant a lot to you just kind of disappears and, and that you didn't want that to be the case. And maybe they didn't either, but hey, you moved, new job, you graduated, you're not together all the time. Shit, I mean, I don't know. I really value, there are people in my life who I would go like five years without, Maybe not five years completely without speaking to, five years without seeing. Hey, I live in California. I grew up in Connecticut. Like, that's a lot of people who fit in this bill. And, you know, I can make an effort that's not completely reciprocated, and I can be, like, sad about that. But, I mean, it's just kind of foolish, because at the end of the day, when you do get a chance to see them, even in passing, this has happened, where you see somebody... Uh, just out of the blue and it, and it wasn't planned and uh, maybe there's a little bit of melancholy because you remember the times that you had together but damn at the same time it just kind of also just feels good to see them again and <laughs> maybe it felt like ghosting but maybe that's just the way the world works and I guess as we as we start to wrap up I wanted to kind of why I wanted to do this episode it, it was a very trans question i I had this I had this debate discussion with a fellow trans person who, who not only said it was, uh, ghosting was very bad, but also that it was wrong for trans people to ghost other trans people, and I'm just like, give me a fucking break, dude, like, no, uh, I, I I say this also, I, I, this is a trans, I mean... My following is fairly large, so I know that we have a lot of cis people, and we also have a lot of trans people, and, and I am speaking from the perspective of a trans person, speaking to a general audience. I'm trying to kind of wear many hats and speak to a, a diverse uh, crowd, but I don't think there's a ton of value in framing things from like an us versus them because that, at the end of the day, that that's only going to be your own individual take on it you can't guarantee that somebody else is going to feel the exact same way. So, I mean, at, you really just kind of have to be... Try and be a good person to everybody. And 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 definitely not worry about what certain communities are owed. Because you have no idea what another person... It takes two to tango. And they can't tango if, if they have no idea what you're fucking talking about. So the idea that... I mean, and also, let's also be clear. There are plenty of trans shitheads out there. So if you live your life thinking... That our community is this this tight little thing that's going to treat each other well. Go out in the dating pool. There's tons of fucking assholes out there. And the way to the, the way to solve that is to not be an asshole yourself. That's all you can do. You can't you can't just try to live your life projecting on what somebody else is owed. Um. Or conversely, what you're owed by somebody else. And I say that as somebody. Guess what? People reject me because I'm trans all the time. I don't want to know about it. I don't need to hear about it. When I did hear about it, it sucks. And I've already talked about that, so I don't want to repeat myself. I have been ghosted by people I care about, and I have ghosted people I care about. And I didn't do it because I'm a coward. I do the hard thing all the time. Although I would preface that none of these instances included, like, multiple texts to somebody being ignored. Weird behavior. And yet, I'd also preface that if I... Somebody I really didn't want to see again kept doing that, and they got weirder and weirder. I would, <laughs> I would definitely probably still ghost them. Uh, I don't know. I, I I think that I think I'm okay living a life where uh, life goes on, and you try to find the joy, and you surround yourself each day with people who are gonna make you happy, and. You know, I. you could say, oh, it's cowardly because I didn't want to litigate or do a postmortem, but at the end of the day, when you don't want to be with somebody, a, a, a debate isn't going to make you snap your finger and say, wait, I actually do want to be with them. And the other person might want to try, and maybe it's nice to let them, give them a little bit, I don't know, I, I just haven't seen good from, any good come out of telling somebody a thing that they did that was wrong, because... Oftentimes, they didn't mean anything by it, and I'd hate for somebody to, like, beat themselves up over that. And I I accept that there is a counter-argument to ghosting, saying, well, then they're just gonna, you know, they don't know, so they'll fill their heads with all these different reasons. They're probably gonna do that anyway, and you can't know that, and really, the solution is not to give them the clarity, but for the person who's gonna do that, to just accept that, you know, people come and go into each other's lives for all sorts of reasons and the, a good chunk of them have absolutely nothing to do with you as an individual so you can't you can't just live your life being eaten up by that kind of stuff you just can't so i i don't know i i, I don't i don't want to present a i do kind of want to present a full endorsement of ghosting cuz it works for me <laughs> it's the it's a good it's a it's a decent way to deal with a un- untenable scenario but if you're not somebody who's like that as long as you're happy it doesn't really matter but i don't think that there's a lot of happiness coming from trying to do something that you don't want to do because you think somebody else owes it because you just don't know and uh i don't know you just got to keep looking forward it's a great world out there there's like i i I was going through i lost interest in somebody i was really crazy about and i I don't want to see them anymore. Uh, And I was sad about that for a little bit. I'm probably a little bit, uh, still a little bit sad about that, but I've lined up a couple, I have a, what do you do? You get back out there, and I got two new dates (laughs) that I'm excited about. And I don't need closure to be excited about them, because uh, nothing happened, and if I was too weird, that's okay. Uh, you got to find your person. You have to go into this world with intentions for what you want, and focus on trying to get it, and not try to focus on being a nurturer for the world. And I'm a, I am have such maternal energy, and I love doing that for my following. I don't love necessarily doing that for romance. Uh, you do have to take care of yourself first. And if ghosting is the thing that's good for you, you shouldn't avoid it just because you uh, think that the other person doesn't want you to, because you have no fucking idea. And I've said that point about a billion times, so I think that's a good point for us to wrap up. It is not necessarily helpful to look at the world as a series of beginnings and endings because there's a lot of open endings that I I guess actually that'd be true in the sense that there would be some endings but you just wouldn't know that they had actually ended. Just do your best for you first then the world and uh, sometimes being thoughtful requires you to acknowledge that the rest of the world isn't going to be as thoughtful as you'd like them to be. So, you know, don't beat yourself up. Whole... Whole theme of this episode. Don't beat yourself up. Don't sweat the small stuff. And uh, don't be afraid. You know, Ian Thomas Malone, Irish name, I love a good Irish goodbye. Although podcasts, uh, we we can't really Irish goodbye because everybody knows at what point the episode's going to end. So I say please leave a review if you enjoyed this episode. And thank you so much for listening. Christmas coverage coming up uh, within the next couple days. So excited. Christmas coverage coming. If you're listening to this in March, you can probably skip them rambling at this point. Thank you so much for listening, and we will see you next time.